Is this your first root canal? I thought so, you seem a little nervous. Well, there's nothing to be concerned about. Just relax. Now, open, please. Wider. Wider, please. Now, let me know if you can feel this. Saddle up and ride the airwaves once again with America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky, to slim the man of many hats. Would have Paul the king of the cowboy fiddlers and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. This is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yodeling adventure. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle a tune. We're gonna hoot and holler and holler at the moon. Every buckaroo and buckaroo, there's a place around the fire for you with riders in the sky. So come on and let's ride. And now for the 2,374th performance of their new improved deep cleansing action-filled career, here are Riders in the Sky. Thank you, Texas Dick Spender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over border radio, the rolling residence of the Rio Grande, and thanks to you here in the historic Emory Theater, and to those of you hunched over the dimly glowing dials of your Atwater Kents. To put it briefly, Riders in the Sky consists of two slim, the man of a hundred characters. <laughs> I'm Ranger Doug, idol of American youth, the man of a hundred characters, of which only two are funny. Next comes Woody Paul, the man of a hundred characters, funny only to him and inexplicable to the rest of the world. And finally, our orchestra under the direction of Joey the Cow Polka King, who shows enormous character by putting up with this nonsense week after week after week after week. <laughs> Regardless, it is opening song time here on Riders Radio Theater, and we always start with a rush through the sagebrush. This week, a tribute to the ever-evolving and changing meanings in our marvelous native English language, a song called The Gay Ranchero. A gay ranchero, a caballero Can always find someone to pet A sweet pepita, a senorita His other loves will soon forget If he's insistent and she's not distant the senorita will confess The gay ranchero, the caballero Need only ask and she'll say yes Soon there'll be a fiesta with a blushing bride And the gay ranchero standing by her side If they find the promise that they have in store They'll be counting little chicos by the score
back on the rancho, we now find Pancho with his Pepita by his side. She thinks he's handsome, worth any ransom. To him she still is blushing bright. The gay ranchero, the caballero, will tell the world of how they met. The gay ranchero, the caballero, says he has nothing to regret. Now you've heard the story that I once was told. Here's a little secret that I must unfold. Oh, they found the promise that they had in store. Now they're counting little chicos by the score. Neighbors, there's only two things in life you can count on. One, you can't count on anything. And two, you can count on Riders Radio Theater coming right back after this tasteless word from Mammoth Marketing. Here's would-be publishing mogul El Philo, Larry Mammoth. Friends, have you heard the news? Woman eats kitchen sink. Prize Airedale next. Small town elects alien mayor. Elvis, Bigfoot, and Liz, why they're never seen together. What do these amazing stories have in common? Well, they've all appeared in my incredible tell-all, lose pounds, but increase your bus line tabloid, the National Rattler. Yes, rattled minds want to know. 3,000-year-old Egyptian pharaoh plays polkas for peanuts. Perky Priest performs exorcism on Capitol Hill and freed demons seated on House Banking Subcommittee. Civil War veteran back from Jupiter says, just like home, only less football on TV. Yes. Don't get a migraine hunting for these true stories in the New York Times. They're not there. They're here in the Rattler. Pick it up at the nearly new meat counter at your local Crook's Grocery, or better yet, subscribe. Only $9.99 for six months. Only $9.99. Well over a Lincoln head penny off the newsstand price. Send cash. Don't waste my time and yours with a lot of checks and money orders. I've got a paper to put out. Wait, tear up page one. I just heard Oprah blows up. Last words, I think I have a little gas. Excuse me. The National Rattler. Big picture, short words, the whole truth, and nothing but 35 cents wherever meaningless drivel is sold. The National Rattler. Remember, like P.T. Barnum almost said, there's one printed every minute. <laughs> and now back to Riders Radio Theater. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarettes. Guest time on Riders Radio Theater, a guest I've wanted since show number one. Too slim? Yeah. Hey, Ranger Doug, she's uh, from Minneapolis. She lives in Nashville now. Uh, folks may know her from her many appearances on her Prairie Home Companion. Just a pure voice, a purely wonderful singer. Ladies and gentlemen, Red House recording artist Prudence Johnson. How yes. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my goodness. I haven't stood on stage with such a collection of handsome men in a long time. Well, gosh. <laughs> I like this woman more all the time. <laughs> Prudence, what are you going to sing for us tonight? I'm going to sing a song written by one of my favorite songwriters, Greg Brown, from Iowa City, Iowa. He wrote this song about the singing break man, Jimmy Rogers. Are you ready, Terry? Oh, I'm ready, too. Come along, my dear, the time is growing near. We'll have to walk down where the field is overgrown. Consumption has claimed his life, and we dare not miss the sight of the train carrying Jimmy Rogers home. Well, we've had some hard times these last few years, lost the 
almost lost our spirit too. you to remember this day when you are grown. How your mom and your dad were so proud and so sad, watching the train carrying Jimmy Rogers home. There goes the train. Johnson. Thanks so much. Deeply, deeply grace to have you here, Prudence. What a wonderful gift you have, Prudence. You know, it's great to have you living down in Nashville these days. You know, that's where we headquarter. I know that. You're some of my first friends there. Yeah. I have a few more now. Yeah. <laughs> but it hasn't been long. <laughs> you know, you guys are so popular up in Minnesota where I really come from. Yeah. Myself being Up no exception to the list of your fans there. 
up there in the land of deep fried cheese curds. You sure, mm -hmm. <laughs> you sure like it there? How do you yeah. like it in the South there, Prudence? I love it in the South. Really? I'm, really, I'm having a great time. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that uh, was new to me, I'd never experienced Southern cooking before. Yeah, gosh, we eat it too. Except we usually eat side meats cooking. See, either that or, or road food. Oh, yeah, road food. Uh, yeah. You know what the road musicians' four basic food groups are, don't you? Why, heck yeah, sugar, salt, caffeine, and grease. Hey, what about bourbon? I think that comes under the sugars. Honey. I see, yeah. Well, anyway, I kind of miss road food when I'm home, so I open my own place. Wow, kind of a new age sprouts and tofu kind of place? Uh-uh, pure sugar and fat. Wow. You boys should stop by sometime. Well, I guarantee we will, Prudence. Things have a way of working out around here. Folks, a mighty meaty hand for Prudence Johnson. Writers Radio Theater is a Mammoth Radio Pictures production in association with WBXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. Stay with us, Saddlebound. We'll be right back. Here's a little of the Woody Paul Western theme number 18. Welcome back, Buckaroos and Buckarets. You're listening to Riders Radio Theater. <laughs> and now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode five of the exciting Western melodrama, Rocket Rustlers. As faithful as usual, no doubt recall, a top secret government space project crashed in Tumbleweed Valley. It landed on Charlie. A secret government team called the Extractors recovered it and then took it and Charlie to Fort Wiley, the last cavalry outpost in the U.S. Army. Charlie escaped, stole a bunch of Jelly Belly donuts from Prudence Johnson's Darling Donut Shop, and as he was sneaking away as quietly as he could, he heard a... Charlie, over here. Slocum. Is that you? It was indeed the archfiend Slocum. He was calling to Charlie from the barred window of his cell in the Tumbleweed County Jail. What you got there, Charlie? Jelly Belly Donuts. I swiped them. <laughs> Say, we're partners, ain't we? <laughs> After duping Charlie out of most of his stolen Jelly Bellies, Slocum told the 300-pound doofus to return to Fort Wiley at midnight and steal the secret government space project that had crashed on top of him the night before. Now, episode five, entitled, The Doofus Strikes at Midnight. <laughs> 
every single morning of his career as prescribed by the official law officer's manual. High Sheriff Drywall stops by Prudence Johnson's Darling Donut Shop for a cup of coffee and a dozen of his favorite donuts. Well, top of the morning to you there, Miss Prudence. And a good morning to you, High Sheriff Drywall. I hear the call of the drywall. <laughs> hey, Freddie, how you doing? Well, I'll have my usual, Miss Prudence. Uh, 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 are, are you sure you don't want to try something different today? Different? Miss Prudence, every single day of my law enforcement career, I've started my day with a dozen Jelly Belly Donuts and a cup of coffee. Well, well I, I, I don't know how I could face the day without coffee and Jelly Belly. You're about to find out. What do you mean? We don't have any Jelly Belly Donuts. What do you mean? Strangest thing happened this morning. I made the Jelly Bellies up first thing like I always do, because I know you'll be in here first thing to get some, and then I open the window like I always do and put them on the sill to cool. When I went back to get them, they were gone. Disappeared? Disappeared. Dang. Well, are you going to make any more? <laughs> I hate to think of a day without jelly bellies. Sheriff, I can't this morning. Freddie and I have all these other regular orders to get out. Sugar-coated H bombs away. Oh, I, I see what you mean. Well, I tell you what. I'll make up a special batch of them this evening. This evening? Hot dang. Oh, boy. You drop by about supper time, they'll be ready. I'll be here. Thanks, Miss Prudence. Don't mention it, Sheriff, especially oh. to your nutritionist. Okay. So long. So long, Sheriff. So long, Drywall. Suffering a deep personal angst over the lack of Jelly Belly Donuts, but buoyed by the prospects of having them in the evening, the High Sheriff leaves the Darling Donut Shop and goes to his office at the Tumbleweed Valley Jail. But in doing so, he can't help but mutter to himself about the strange turn of events over the past 24 hours. I'll tell you this, buddy. I'm talking to you, Drywall. I know you are. Okay, well, mighty strange things are going on around here these days. UFOs, comets, crashing the dirt. Oh, not where they are either. Jelly bears disappearing. You're all eating. Uh, hey, Sheriff, is that you? Of course it's me. So what's that you're eating in there, Slocum? Uh, jelly Belly Donuts. Jelly Bellies? Yeah. Where'd you get Jelly Bellies, Mr. Slocum? That's uh, for me to know and you to find out, Sheriff. <laughs> Sir? I don't chew my jelly bellies twice, Sheriff. <laughs> no need for that with a jelly belly. Looks like you've got quite a few of them in there. Yeah, I do. Well, uh, how about sparing one of them, can you? Well, uh, maybe. Let me count them here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Nope, just enough here for me. <laughs> None left over. <laughs> Not even one? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, that's just some. I ain't got no jelly bellies. Prudence don't have no jelly bellies, but my prisoner's got all the jelly bellies he can eat. I just don't get it. <laughs> yes, a lot of folks would have figured it out. But a lot of folks aren't the high sheriff of Tumbleweed Valley. And it's a long, hard day for Drywall sitting there in his office trying to work while Slocum eats jelly belly after jelly belly. Oh, oh boy, man, he's a great one. But eventually, the growling of his stomach tells the high sheriff it's jelly belly time. Five o'clock. Time to go pick up my jelly bellies. Boy, I'm sorry I missed them this morning, but they're sure going to be good tonight. Hey, Sheriff, pick me up a couple while you're there, will ya? Huh. The day you get another jelly bell, it'll be a hot day in Helsinki, Hoss. <laughs> but at the same moment High Sheriff Drywall is leaving his office, a certain 300-pound doofus is sneaking down a nearby alley on his way out of town for a midnight strike on Fort Wiley, when suddenly his nostrils are assailed by the overpowering aroma of fresh jelly belly donuts cooling in the back window of... Prudence Johnson's Darling Donut Shop. Well, heck, might as well take him along for the ride. <laughs> Moments after the Jelly Bellies disappear out the back window, Drywall walks in the front door. 
Evening, Miss Prudence. Howdy, Freddy. I've come from my jelly bellies. Sorry, Sheriff. Ma'am? We hate to tell it. We got no jelly bellies. I made them like I said I would. I put them in the window to cool, and then they disappeared again. Oh, no. This is terrible. Yeah. Looks to me like we got us a cereal jelly belly thief at work here. This calls for drastic action. I agree, and I have a plan, Sheriff. You do? Well, good. I, I ain't got one. I, I didn't know what to do. What's your plan? Have you ever heard of the habanero chili pepper? Mm, I can't say the hell. The habanero is the hottest pepper known to man, and nothing stops their burn. Not cold milk, not beer, not even a water trough full of water. Well, that's a hot pepper, all right, but what do they got to do with sweet and greasy jelly belly donuts? I'm going to fill tomorrow morning's batch of jelly belly donuts with so many habaneros that whoever takes them and eats them will be on fire for days. Ha, <laughs> ha! That'll teach them. That's a great idea, Miss Prudence. <laughs> and when I see somebody running around drinking everything in sight, I'll arrest them. <laughs> That's great, all right. Well, I'll be going now. <laughs> I don't believe I'll be stopping by for no jelly bellies in the morning. <laughs> Not tomorrow morning, that's for sure, Miss Prudence. <laughs> and so the sun sets on another day of trials and tribulations for the high sheriff of Tumbleweed Valley. But as he turns down his covers and prepares for bed, he can't help but feel that tomorrow will be a better day. <laughs> jelly bellies. Filled with habanero chili peppers. <laughs> Hottest chili peppers known to man. I just can't wait till tomorrow. <laughs> but later that night, a hulking 300-pound shadow, its breath reeking of stolen jelly bellies, creeps stealthily across the floor of Nowhere Canyon to the walls of Fort Wiley, the last outpost from which he had escaped in our last episode. Like a prehistoric panther, he scales the walls and drops nimbly to the ground inside the fort. Oh! <laughs> Then he snakes his way to the guardhouse and knocks on the door. Who is it? <gasps> it's you! <laughs> Bingo, Bingo. Hands up! Huh? You came back to give yourself up. Conscience got the better of you, did it? Well, I'll ask the captain to go easy on you. And when you made your escape, you stole a horse that was government property. And you'll have to do some hard time for that. Hey, you little twerp, her shoelaces are still untied. They are? I'm not falling for that again. As the captain told me, I'm not wearing shoes, I'm wearing boots. Yeah, yeah, I guess you are at that. They're so dirty I couldn't tell, soldier. They really need a shine. What? That can't be. Yeah. I spend two hours every day spit shining my boots. They can't possibly need a shine. Yeah, well, look and see. I know they can't need a shine. Look and see. Well, all right. Well, don't try anything. Keep your hands up there. I'll just sneak a quick look. Aha! Uh -huh. Just as I thought, they're not dirty at all. Just look at that shine. Wow, I can see myself in it. I can see you're getting ready to whop me on the head again. Ow! Oh, ow! Oh. Wow! Now to get that thing, whatever it is, and get out of here. Yes, faithful listeners, after 111 episodes, Charlie really has found someone he can outwit. Right. Wasting no time, Charlie hoists up the huge bulky object from space and carries it outside. Once outside, he steals a wagon to put it on and a team of horses to pull it. Then he makes his getaway. Hey, get up! Ah! He drives his stolen team and wagon into a secret box canyon known only to feed. Once there, he hides the mysterious object from space and then heads for town. Ah, get up! Ah! 
Meanwhile, in town, Brutus Johnson and her assistant, Freddie, are taking a big batch of fresh Jelly Belly donuts out of a large kettle of boiling grease. Get the habanero peppers ready, Freddie. Will do, Brute. Be careful, use the tongs. If you touch them, they'll burn your skin. Brute! Too true, Brute. Okay, fill them full of fiery red, Fred. Through and through, Brute. Ha, ha, ha. And a few moments later, the innocent-looking but red-hot Jelly Belly fireballs are ready to be set in the window for a cooling that will never come. Raise the window so our Jelly Belly thief can be fed, Fred. Glad to, prove. <laughs> Everything's ready, Freddy. Let's get our other donuts started and leave the rest up to high share of drywall. Will Charlie take the bait? What will happen if he does? How hot is a habanero chili pepper? To find the answers to these and many more burning questions, you must be here same time, same station next week for episode six of Rocket Rustlers entitled Donuts from Hell. It's blistering, scalding, well-toasted melodrama you won't want to miss, and it's coming only to this theater of the mind. Now here again are Riders in the Sky, Joey the Calpoca King and Prudence Johnson. Yeah. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Prudence, step on up and let's have another song. Then. Okay, this one's called Band of Gold. This band of gold never meant much to me. It's a link in the chain that the world wants to see. A part of the show that the world asks you for. You can do what you want to behind any closed door. This band of gold slips off easily. There's a mark under. Anybody could see the sun and the wind, the years and the days made that mark a part of me, and it won't go away. But just like that mark, there's a part of my heart.
guests that ride this radio theater, Plunk at the Quality Hotel Central in Norwood, Ohio. For more information on Riders in the Sky, Two Slims Mercantile, or Riders in the Sky International Fan Club, write to Riders in the Sky, Post Office Box 277, Whites Creek, Tennessee 37189. Riders Radio Theater was conceived, written, directed, and performed by Riders in the Sky, along with yours truly, Texas Big Spender. Our production foreman is Campfire Burt. Our sound effects wrangler is Big Zeno Clinker. For WVXU, the executive producer is J.C. Doc King. Producer is Lasso and Larry Ascraft. Coordinating producer is Chuck Wagonmaster Ingram. Chief engineer, Jamboree J. Crawford. Recording director, Galloping George Zahn. Sound effects, Honcho Winchester, Jim Springfield. Stage manager, Solid L. Ron Esposito. This is Texas Big Spinner saying so long, Saddle Pals. We'll see you next week on Riders Radio Theater. This is the VXU Radio Network.